Welcome to the Continual Growth Podcast, where every week we bring you tips and tricks on how to kill every day and own your fucking life. I'm Bawanka, I'm your host, it's episode 61, and you know we're about to bring that hot fire. So today, I'm joined by my co-host, Stir, aka Sturminator, aka Sturific, aka Yes Stir. Hey, I'm gonna add a one. I'm gonna add a stir love a lot because okay. it's almost uh, Valentine's Day. Okay, you know, everybody's in that loving mood. Man, stirs yo, stirs bringing that hot fire right off the jump. Yeah, man. What's going on? How you doing, man? Yo, I'm doing incredible. Yo, I love when it's podcast time. The energy is up. I got my push ups in. Before, I saw that. Man, I'm, I saw I'm, that. I'm feeling nice right now. You got that energy. That's mm-hmm. what's up. Yeah, I'm feeling good too, man. We uh, we usually do. I'm sure you guys have heard it. Now we do our our test day. What we call our test day runs in the morning. We usually do it on Monday, but we did it today because yeah, we, we got we got snowed in on Monday. We got Monday. snowed in Monday, but we did it today. It was a surprise, a little surprise test day yeah, at the I end. Wasn't, I wasn't ready for that at I all. I saw you taking your camera out <laughs> to take a video, and then you're like, "Nah, nah, yo, I'm not letting this guy beat me." <laughs> so I thought that was funny, but yeah, I got the energy, man. I got a good start to to the day, so I'm ready to jump into this, man. Okay, okay. So, so um, before we tell you guys what we're gonna talk about, as we've been doing for the past couple of episodes, when I'm uh, when I'm on with Buanca this year. We've been reading out some reviews. You know, we wanna wanna hear some feedback and and uh, and some stuff from from our listeners because we we do appreciate it. So today, I got a review from a listener by the name of Ali Mello. Um, so she started off by or she or he, I'm not sure, but Ali Mello, this is for you. They said, "Love the podcast." I just started listening to the podcast last night, and I'm four episodes deep now. On to my fifth. Going through a rough time and this podcast is helping me and motivating me to change things up a little. Thank you. Can't wait to catch up on all the episodes. I'm off to the gym and going to listen to episode five during my workout. Hey, hey, hey. Shout outs to Ali Mello. Ali Mello. That's fire right there. I hope that motivated and inspired you to, to get through that workout. And hopefully you caught up to, to up to episode 61 when you hear this one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, now that's amazing again for any of you guys. Uh, who want to leave some feedback or uh, let us know what you thought about an episode that you heard or about our podcast in general, feel free to do so. We love it and we'll make sure to get through all these reviews for you guys. So today, you ready for this, man? Hell yeah, man. What what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about coaching. Hey. All right. And I know both of us uh, have had previous experiences in our life growing up with coaching um fast forward to today where we're involved so yeah let's get into it i want you to kind of kick it off uh maybe talk about what what it means to you or or just dive right into it and get us started okay so yeah like you said like i've been playing sports my whole life you've been playing sports your whole life and in any sport you always have to have a coach right you have to have a coach because that person is going to make sure that the team does what they need to do to get to where they want to go, which is probably winning, when trying to win the championship. Right, achieve their goals. Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of times coaches are going to tell you stuff and you don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to do it. But at the end of the day, you know, like, there's a reason this person is the coach and I got to listen to them. And I, even though I don't want to do it, even though I may not think this is the right way, I still got to do it because 
this person clearly knows what they're talking about and they've been doing it for a long time. Right. And then a lot of times you you go through whatever it is that they tell you yeah. and you get to that point where you're like, oh shit, man, I should just listen to this guy earlier mm-hmm. because he knows what I'm talking, what he's talking about. Yeah. And I could have missed, I could have skipped all the bullshit on the way there. Right. I think, I, I love that that's how you started because what it makes me think about right away is trust. So right away, I think something that establishes trust when it, when it comes to coaching as, as a coach and as a player who is being coached is to have that trust. And that is usually developed when there's a shared goal. So when you're, you know, playing for a basketball team, soccer team, whatever sport it is, you guys have to have a shared goal. And if everyone buys into that, that trust factor is so much easier. The coaching will be done a lot easier and the players being coached will, you know, they'll, they'll accept it and, and receive that. So I love that. That, that really just tells me that trust is huge when it comes to coaching. Mm-hmm. So I, and a lot of, a lot of times too, Everybody thinks what's important is like the talent and the players and, and what the coach has to work with. But you more, more times than not, mm. the coach is more important than the players. More right. times than not. Sometimes, you know, you got a crazy stacked yeah. team and, yeah. and, and they can make things happen. Right. But when you just have a regular team, if the coach is the one that's going to make everything happen. He's going to put everybody in the right place, make them start making the right decisions, mm-hmm. start working together. So. Even like look at look at the Patriots. Right. I guess they got Tom Brady too, but that's just only one player. Football, they have like fifty players on the team. Yeah. For those of you guys who don't know, the the New England Patriots are an NFL team. It's American football. So and they won. They've won six six (laughs) Super Bowls. They're a dynasty. They've won six. No, Tom Brady won six Super Bowls himself, and Bill Belichick won six Super Bowls themselves. And in NFL, that's crazy because the team that has the most has only six. Right. So so to have six, you're like. Yeah. That, that's the best that you can you can do exactly and he always gets different players he always has different players all the time but somehow he always finds a way to win finds a way to use the players that yeah. he has and they always find a way to win yeah so i like that you brought up uh that example of of uh, a football coach so another football which is soccer known in the world they call their coaches managers and i love that because it's it's basically what you just said it doesn't matter who you have what whether it's a a group of talented um, players or not you have to be able to manage that group in so many different ways you have to be a player's coach sometimes or a player's manager and deal with egos or you have to just figure out like okay these guys are not as talented as the other guys but let's find out different schemes and strategies to implement that will you know, allow them to be successful. So, yeah, I like that they use that in in um, soccer around the world. They use the term manager. I I think um, uh, what's his name? Steve Kerr was the coach of the Golden State Warriors. Right now, he he referenced it recently in an interview, saying that like I love how they use that, and it's basically what we are. We're we're managers more than just coaches. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, they go hand in hand. So so yeah, that that makes sense. Um, another thing that I feel like we talked about the trust. We talked about being open to. And being uh, coachable. Well, not we didn't dive into that as much, but we will. I want to talk about how, for me, when I think about coaching, it's all about accountability, mm-hmm. right? And when I say accountability, it's basically someone who uh, holds you responsible to your commitment to following through. So if you're, uh, I'm the coach and you're on my team, you're, you join the team, you are committed to, I don't know, make the starting lineup, let's say, mm-hmm. right? As a coach, uh, and as your team, but as a coach, I want to hold you accountable to that. If that's what you said you want to do, if that's your goal, like Bonka comes up to me and says, but coach, you know, I want to start for you. 
okay, I'm going to hold you accountable. It's not, I'm not going to just let it happen. You're going to have to put in the work. But that already, that um, accountability is a big part of coaching because I think it's not just up to the player. It's not just up to the coach. It's a working relationship. Mm -hmm. What do you think about accountability? Accountability. I think we, that like, this comes back to like, we both played basketball together on the same team for probably three or four years. I know you're a year younger, but yeah, we played together for for a long time and Mm -hmm. we had the same coach oh yeah coach mark tulio shout out to mark tulio and this he was like a a very strong influence on like both of our lives oh yeah and what he he would always hold you accountable Mm -hmm. and he was very very disciplined but always hold you accountable like call you out he mm -hmm. would would, all all the time (laughs) and i remember like one thing it's actually something that's like so small and it it you would think it doesn't really matter at all but it's it's touching the line, right? So mm. we, we always had to run all the time, you know, down and back there. And yeah. there's a line that you got to get to. Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes you're, you're tired yeah, and you your just... steps are a little bit off. So you're like, ah, I don't, I don't have to touch the line or whatever. But Mark Tulio really stretched, stressed touching the line. And he would say like, it's so important to touch the line because the little things matter. Because if you can, if you can focus on the little things now, right. when game time comes, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's just going to be something that's ingrained in you. So it's not really the importance of touching the line. It's the importance of like paying attention to detail and doing those really, really small things so that when the time comes, when you it's need easy. those really small things to pay off, you're going to be ready for yeah, it. it's easy work. I love that. One thing that just reminded me of one thing um, that I took from from Coach Mark too. There was a bunch of things that I learned from him. But he and I made this one of my affirmations, actually. He used to always say this. I don't know if he came up with it, but yeah. whatever. It's I remember him saying it. He used to say, learn to listen, listen to learn. Yeah. I love that, man, because it's like... And th- that's important. Again, it goes both ways. As a coach and as someone being coached, the ability to to listen is so crucial because you learn so much. You learn so much when you're just observing and taking in some of the people, some people's uh, actions or what they're saying or whatever. I love that. That stuck with me forever. I, and yeah, yeah I, I got I got a perfect story about this. I remember one time we were at a tournament, right? And we used to like this was back in the day we used to use VCRs and stuff but we were we were recording the games would be recorded yeah and i remember like i came like you started snapping out what the fuck are you doing he was you would always be snapping <laughs> oh, yeah. right he would always be snapping he's like what the fuck what the fuck are you doing yeah. Yeah, sit on the bench and i sat on the bench and he's like he's like he's like did you run back as hard as you can and i said are you i actually truly 100% thought i was running back <laughs> as hard as i can and i said yeah and he's like, he's like, are you are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Did you run back as hard as you can? I said, like, yo, I, I ran back as yeah. hard as I can. He's like, watch this video. He didn't even know how to work the fucking <laughs> the, the, yeah. the camera. He's like, rewind it. Someone figure out how to rewind it. Yeah. So he rewinded it. He showed it to me. I watched, and I'm like, what Dang. the hell? Yeah. Yo, I was not running back as hard. Like I could have yeah. ran way harder than that. Yeah. And in my eyes, I was doing like I was going as hard as I can, mm-hmm. but. A coach is able to see the things that you can't see, exactly. right? So he could see that I could have been going harder than that. But in my head, I thought I was I was doing everything that was needed. Yeah, that's I love that because that's a good segue into the next part that I want to talk about is is having that extra set of eyes or even brain power. And that's what you just said in that story right there is you thought you were running hard. You know, you, you probably truly really thought you did. But again, that's what the coach is there for sometimes is to show you that, hey, 
they're there to discipline you in that way that, hey, there's something you missed. Or in his case, he was yelling at you. But, you know, that's, that's, that's what coach does, you know. But, um, yeah, it just, it, it shows you that having a coach helps that. It helps having an extra set of eyes, someone that can see the things that you might be missing because of a number of reasons. Like you were in the middle of a game, you're trying to, whatever you're trying to do, maybe you missed a shot or you're getting, there's so many things. But, um, that's why it goes back to, you got to learn to listen because, Coaches, they're there to help you, right? They're there to support you. And I think that's one thing that um, we definitely learned growing up from him is sometimes you just got to trust. Again, it's all these things, the trust, the accountability, and then learning to listen because you have to trust that they know what they're saying, mm -hmm. that they're trying to help you move forward because you have a shared goal together. And then you just got to listen. You got to sometimes you got to take some L's, listen, you know, take the yelling And then um, just try to correct whatever it is that you did wrong and, and then move forward. And then in the end, and this always happened to us. We always knew that he was just trying to, as a coach, trying to do better for us. Yeah, and like with him, this is maybe a side note. We're talking about how aggressive and crazy he was on the court. Off the court, this guy was a completely different man. Yeah. He would invite us over to his place for pasta dinners. Like just an incredible human being. But on the court, he was coach. Yeah. And that's sometimes the role of a coach, right? So, yeah. Okay, okay. And then um, another thing that I really want to touch on with, with coaches is at the end of the day, like a coach is going to help you. They're going to give you the right plan. They're going to show you exactly what you need to do. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like you need, you need to do the work. Right. Right. So, man, I like my whole life, I always wanted to have muscles, right? When I was young, I was scrawny, mad, skinny. You know, I used to stand in the mirror, start flexing and I'll be like, damn, man, I got to make these muscles grow. Yeah. And then when I went to, when I went to high school, um, because of like our basketball program was such a serious program. Um, shout out to Beal <laughs> Raiders. We bleed blue. Yeah. Um, one of, uh, one of the coaches, we had like a kind of like a fitness coach also. And he gave us a program. He showed us how to do the workouts. Um, and then I was like, yo, all my life, I had always wanted to have muscles. I do like push ups here, sit ups here, but I never had like a real plan of, of what I need to do and how, how I can get to where I want to go. Right. And then I got that plan in my hands and I'm like, yo, I'm set. Like I, I just got to follow this plan and I'm going to be good. Mm -hmm. And from there, like I started, yo, I started working out, started getting in better shape and, I realized like, I'm like, yo, how come everybody on the team is not in here? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was just like me and like a couple other guys. And this was when we were, we were still pretty young. Yeah. But I just realized like, maybe this isn't as big a priority to others as it is to me. Right. And then I, I started getting bigger. I started getting stronger and it helped me because I was a lot shorter. Yeah. But I realized like, you can get all the assistance you want in the world But if you don't do the work that you need to do, you're not going to go anywhere from it. Mm -hmm. I love that story because before this, we were talking a little bit about um, another story that I actually want you to share now because it's it's related. So you just said, like, basically, we all had the same opportunity. We mm -hmm. had the workout program in our hands. We knew what we were supposed to do, but maybe we weren't. Some of us just didn't want it as bad as you did. Yeah. Right. In that case. So. I know that you have a story that you used to always kind of think that these actors or professionals or whatever would have it all easy or have it all, oh, you know, celebrities. Yeah. So I want you to, because this is like a really good segue um, after what you just said. So maybe talk about that story and then I think people will really re relate. Okay. So, you know, when you're watching movies and you see these celebrities and a lot of them are in like tip top shape, um, I think now it's 
It's a little bit different because we got Instagram. It's glamorized, you see, yeah. You can see everything. But back then, the only people that you would see that were in really good shape was like actors and right. stuff. Right. And I'm like, damn, man, like these guys are in like such good shape. I'm like, man, it's because it's easy for them, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, they probably, you know, they got like a, a trainer, so they don't have to worry about anything. They just go show up and the guy makes them do a workout. You know, they probably got someone cooking meals for them because, you know, they're rich. So they got someone that's cooking meals for them. Right. And then I'm like, um, and they have nothing to do because they're actors. You know? <laughs> So whenever they got to record, yeah, they record it. Because I, I thought, I'm like, man, actors, man, they don't have to work on their craft, nothing. You know, they just go in front of the camera, done, they're good. Yeah. So I thought, like, they don't do nothing. They just work out and eat some good food. And next yeah. thing you know, boom, 10 packing fucking <laughs> and big muscles, right? But as as I as I started getting older, I started realizing, like, you can learn whatever workout that you need to learn. Everything is online. Mm-hmm. The food that you need to eat. Everything is online. Also, you, there's like, there's meals. You can go buy meals. Someone's going to cook a meal that is going to fit into the, the type of, um, body style that you're going to get. Yeah. And, and you just have to eat it. Right. But at the end of the day, you still, you still got to do the work. You still got to eat the food. You still got to keep that discipline. Yeah. Right. Cause it's at the end of the day, it's not easy to be, to be, to be ripped up. Exactly. Yeah. So I like that. The moral of that, I think, is is we all have the resources, but it's just how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to put in the work? And and uh, sometimes, and in this case, because we're talking about coaching, that's what you need maybe for that extra push is someone to, to coach you. But one thing that we didn't touch on yet um, or as much is we keep talking about coaching and being coached. Um, one thing that is is a key, I think, to all this is you have to actually be coachable. You touched on it a little mm-hmm. bit earlier. One big part of that is just being open, right? Because when we go into certain situations, whether it's a sport, whether it's a business, whether it's whatever, um, there are new things that we have to learn to get better, to improve. We don't always know everything right away. And for that to, for you to improve, sometimes, uh, learning it by yourself or doing things on your, on your own is not the only answer. Like you need more. And that's where you have to be open to being coached or, or mentored. And I think, uh, I don't like to use those two words, uh, interchangeably, mentor and coaching, just because I think as a mentor, which is also a very important, uh, thing to have in your life, both professionally and personally. But I think I see a mentor more as an advisor, right? Someone that kind of, you share all the things that you're going through and they kind of give you some feedback on that, you know, maybe some tips on how to do this, this with a coach. I feel like I, I relate it to sports. It's like they're drawing up the play. Yeah. You're going to execute this. They're going to be on you. Right. And that's, that's the main difference I see. And I think it's, it's an important thing to have if you're someone who's really looking to take that next step. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, anyways, that's, that's what I thought. I think, uh, yeah, um, no, I think that's really important. Like self-awareness, you have to be able to realize like, I'm not doing what it is that I want to do to get to where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to say, like, I'm wrong. What I'm doing is wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm not able to, like, I can do better than this. If you just say, like, yo, I'm doing everything right. I'm good. There's a problem with uh, everything else except for me. Yo, the coach, it's never going to work with the right. coach. Yeah. And I think, so as as someone who, um, like, I've been coached from when I was a kid in sports, but even to up to this point, professionally and, and personally, I'm, I'm being coached. And one thing that I find is, is a huge benefit from it is the fact that we all get overwhelmed. 
Like no matter who you are, I don't care who you are, how good life is, you get overwhelmed. There are times where you're doubting or, you know, you're sad or there's the energy is low for whatever reason, whatever's going on. And I think having a coach or someone that will hold you accountable, it, it helps bring things back to the present. Because when you're talking to a coach or whatever, when you're being coached, you're usually talking about, hey, what's going on right now? Like, mm-hmm. what's the issue? Um, so that helps you come back to the present moment. I think another thing is it helps you focus. It stays focused. Cause when you're, uh, for myself too, when I'm, when I'm coaching people, um, there's always a, 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 a specific focus. Like what area are we focusing on for you to improve, for you to get better from whatever you're struggling with? Or maybe you're not struggling, but you just want to take it to the next level. So there's mm-hmm. always a focus. And then the third thing is positive. Like a coach is always at least in our experience, like even when we have coaches yelling at us or whatever, yeah. we know that it's always for the better. And like my approach is I'm like already a positive guy. So I like to keep that like whenever I'm talking, coaching someone or if I'm being coached, I like to to keep it positive because those three things really help you battle being overwhelmed, being in the present moment, staying focused and and being positive or being in a positive environment. So I think those three things coaching really does uh, emphasize and I, that's a benefit for anybody. So, mm-hmm. and before we, before we kind of wrap this up, I want to talk about like two coaches that were like, they could have been like two of the most important coaches in my life. And these are, these are driving instructors, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember when I was learning to drive, no, nobody taught me to drive. I just went and took a course and I had a teacher yeah. and he taught me everything that I needed to know about driving. And he, t- he taught me like, this is what you need to do. This is how, like I had never drove a car before. Right. And by the end of it, after 10 hours with this guy, like, yo, I felt very, very, very comfortable yeah. in a car. Isn't right? that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and if I had have done that, like, just like someone who's not a professional coach or just trying to learn on my own, I don't think I would have got that same result. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've never been in an accident. So yeah. shout out to, shout out to that coach. Yeah. And you've probably kept so many of the principles that you learned from that time. And it's just like yep. it's ingrained in your, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many, and it's little things <laughs> like really, really small things that, that they show you to do and you re- stick with you forever. And, and it helps you so much. Yeah. And, and like the other one is like a motorcycle coach. So the same thing, like a motorcycle, it's really dangerous, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to go and try to learn a motorcycle on my own. Or on YouTube. Yeah, or on YouTube. Like I'm going to go, I'm going to get a coach, I'm going to get a professional, I'm going to learn how to do all of this stuff properly Mm -hmm. because, yo, if you fall on a motorcycle... Yo, a lot of bad things can happen to you, right? right? right. So I got a, I got a, a, a coach for a motorcycle. I learned lots of things from that coach and I'm very happy. Like I do not regret that at all. I'm happy I got a driving coach. I'm happy I got a motorcycle coach. And I would mm-hmm. recommend that to anybody who's looking to start doing either of those things because yo, at the end of the day, this is your life, right? And your life is your life. That's the most important thing that you have. Yeah. So if you're not taking it seriously and 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 giving the best that you can which is setting yourself up for success by getting a coach yeah. then you how, how can you say like you care about yourself if exactly. you're not if you're not setting yourself up to to win yeah and i think i mean i, I love that that 
kind of, I know we're, we're nearing the end here, so I wanted to share my, my tip, which is basically what you kind of just said is get yourself a coach. Mm-hmm. I think it's a no brainer if you're someone who, and it's a win win. Like if you're someone who's trying to get to take it to the next level, just understand that there are those things that you have to be open to, right? Have that self awareness to understand like, where am I right now? Um, and, and just be open enough to change, do things a little bit differently, maybe because you know, you got to trust the person that is there to help you, whoever. And obviously be careful with who you choose as a coach. Like don't mm-hmm. just f- pick anybody, right? But it's something that, yeah, do your research, but understand the benefits of being coached. Or, um, you know, if you get to a point where you can coach people, even better. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's my biggest tip. Find a coach, be coachable, be open to it. Um, and yeah, just, just learn to listen, listen to learn. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't really have a tip, but I just, I just got something I want to say. And it's like, like we offer growth coaching. It's very similar to life coaching. But a lot of times what people get stuck on, even I used to be someone who was stuck on this, is like, I don't need a coach unless things are bad, right? Mm. But it's, that's not what it's about. It's about you have a coach to help you do better. Instead right. of thinking about it in a negative way, you want to think about it in a positive way because some of the most, probably all of the most successful people in the world, they have coaches. They have people yeah. who are teaching them to, to move to higher levels. Yeah. And like I was saying, same thing with, with driving and motorcycle and all that. Like this is your life. It's the most important thing to you. Mm-hmm. And if you want to improve your life, if you want to live that happy, fulfilled life that you're, that you're probably thinking about, Get a coach. Get someone that's going to help you move there because however old you are, like you've been doing your way for that many years. Yeah. If you want change, you need to do something different. Exactly. No, I, I love that. I agree with that too. And, you know, we kept talking about accountability, which is a huge part. But another part that I just got from that is, um, you know, coaching, it, it's 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 a it's a forever thing like you're always going to learn right so a big part of coaching is education you're being educated on maybe new ways of doing things or new ways of looking at things and i think for anybody it's number one is good for your brain to to keep you kind of uh in a state where you're being challenged almost although like it shouldn't feel like you're being challenged constantly by a coach. It should be like a supportive, uh, but someone who is holding you accountable and responsible for your commitments. But it, it just keeps you on your toes. You know what I mean? It keeps you like, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And if you have that mentality and that mindset, then that that's what coaching allows you to do. So, mm-hmm. Okay, perfect, man. I really enjoyed this episode. I hope everybody is thinking of the same way we are about coaches. If you yeah. are someone that's looking for, for coaching or you're, you're interested in it, you want to start taking your life to the next level. Um, you can hit us up on, on, uh, on Instagram, continual growth, or you can go on our website, continualgrowth.ca. Um, or we- hit us up, man, at stir on Instagram, coach stir. I'm hey, out here. Hey, at Bawanka. We never, we never really give this out. So I think yeah. we should start doing it a little bit yeah. more often for our new listeners. Hit us up for sure. Uh, and then before we, we wrap it up, we, um, so for the listeners who have been with us for a little bit, you've heard about our growth talks. We've had, uh, three so far. The last one was in December. We closed out the year strong. It was a great show. Um, people that came out and supported us, we got some good feedback. So we got the next one coming up. Next month, March 27th, it's a Wednesday from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Uh, we'll give you guys a few more details in the next episode that we do, so in a couple of weeks or maybe even before that. But stay tuned for that. 
Um, again, it's going to be March 27th from 7 to 8.30. Same location, downtown Toronto. RYU is uh, holding it down again for us, so shout out to them. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have some more details about what that's going to be um, all about, so stay tuned. And yeah, just hit us up again, either on Instagram, uh, if you want to find out some more details about that. Okay, okay. All right, so that's it for today. Make sure to rate and review. Tell a friend, each one teach one. And until next week, kill every day and own your fucking life.